The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. So today I'm going to be breaking down my schedule for this first semester of D2 year that just started a few weeks ago. So this term goes from May until August 16th, and then we start again on the 30th of August for our D1 fall semester. But so today we're going to talk about some expectations and predictions that I have for D2 year as a whole and answer some of your questions that you sent in on Instagram at the end as, of course, breaking down my D2 schedule, letting you know what classes I'm taking, kind of what we're doing for each of the classes. So let's get into it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So before we get started, I wanted to quickly plug my YouTube channel in case you don't always keep up with me there. Starting Wednesday, June 2nd, I'm going to have three videos going up all about first-year dental student advice. So there's going to be a really long Q&A. You all sent in like five pages of questions on Instagram that I'll be answering. Another video is going to be supplies that I think would be helpful to get for SimLab. And then the last video is going to be things I wish I knew before starting dental school. I've been writing down a list of random advice, things that would have made things easier, things I wish I did, things I did that I'm glad that I did. So that's all going to be in one video coming up again in June. So just a reminder to check out my channel starting then. Every Wednesday there'll be a video going up for three weeks related to dental school if you are a first-year student coming in or if you just want to see what's going on over there. There's always videos every Wednesday, vlogs, helpful videos, stuff like that. But for this episode, let's start by going through my classes. Okay, so we have 19 and a half credits this semester. I'm just going to read through the courses, let you know what they're called, and then kind of give a brief summary of what it's all about if I know, because a couple of our classes start midway through the semester, and I'll get into that as they appear in the schedule. So the first one is Dental Pharmacology 2, or Dental Therapeutics is also what it's called, and that class is, as it says, Farm 2, so we had Farm last semester, and it's the same professor, which I really appreciate. If you've been following, you would know last semester, we had the chance to either take a midterm and a final, or do weekly assignments like little projects. So that's the option I chose again this semester is the weekly assignments. I guess they're not always little. The one this week took me like three and a half hours, but it's useful because then you have kind of a study guide, pamphlet, doc, long thing that you can reference if you ever have any questions for farm while you're studying for boards or even in our professional working lives in clinic. And then the next class is treatment planning. So that one we haven't really done anything for yet. 
And then the next one is called Neoplasia that also doesn't start till a little bit later this semester. As these appear in real time, I'll definitely talk about them when we get started in the podcast weekly intros as I always record those real time week to week. So whenever we do start those classes, I'll let you know what they're all about. And then the next class is Periodontology 1. So we took Intro to Periodontics last semester where we learned very basic perio and we learned about scaling and doing dental cleanings. This semester, we're learning more in-depth perio, and I really like this professor. I actually got to know him fairly well during our first perio class in the lab. He happened to always be my row instructor, so I feel like I got to know him a little bit, and I feel very comfortable with him, and I'm looking forward to having the rest of the class. So far, all we really have to do for that class is just watch a video once a week, a lecture, and then do a little what did I learn type assignment after, and then I believe there is a midterm and a final for that class as well. The next class is Applied Biomaterials 2, so this will be our third series of biomaterials course. We had like intro to biomaterials and then biomaterials 1, and now we're having biomaterials 2. I am not looking forward to it. It's a different professor than we've had in the past, so maybe I'll do better than I did in the first two classes, but those have been some of my lowest scoring classes in dental school just because it is kind of physics related and that was always something I struggled with in undergrad as well. It's like material science, so it's just never clicked for me, so I'm not looking forward to that, but again, that's a class that starts midway through the semester, so we haven't started that one yet. The next one is Comprehensive Care Clinic, which we have every semester, but this one is our big in-person class for the term. So it's all of our clinic experiences, which I'm really excited about and excited to explain to you all today. So first things first, we have to do, I think, 17 assists this semester in the clinic, so with the 3 and D4 students. And you can do more if you want, but you have to meet the requirements and you're really supposed to go once or twice per week. You have an assigned time to go to. You're able to switch to the classmate if you need. It's pretty chill. I'm trying to go two to three times per week, so doing a little extra just to really maximize my experience this summer and try to learn as much as I possibly can, given that we have a bit less credits than we usually do. So that's a huge component of this class is doing your required assisting, showing up, being active, learning, helping out as much as you can, and then we do a big reflection, a meta reflection at the end of the semester. But also in that class is a couple little one-day labs that we have. So I just had one this past week, for example, and that was our alginate impressions lab. So we learned how to take um, maxillary and mandibular alginate impressions, and then we also had the option to learn how to pour up casts. We didn't have a ton of time, though, so most of our groups didn't end up pouring them up, but that was kind of the basics. We did it on our typodons at first, and then we were paired up with a classmate, and we got to do upper and lower impressions. I think I did two on the typodons and two on my classmate, and she did like three or four on me, and we just got them checked by a mentor. There was one D4 for each group, which was really nice to have someone actually explaining it and critiquing you rather than having to like wait for someone to come around and check you. You had help the whole time with it, which I really appreciated. And then we also are doing digital impressions, so avoiding all the goopiness, and we're going to do a lab with the um, Seric machine to scan our typodonts and do digital impressions. I don't know if we'll get to do them on each other or if it's just typodonts. I'm not sure because I haven't had that lab yet. 
And then the other lab component that we have is called oral medicine. So again, that's going to be like a one day session. All of these are like four hours at a time and we just go once a semester. So the oral medicine one, I'm not 100% sure what we're going to learn there, but I believe we're going to practice intraoral and extraoral exams and also learning how to read a blood pressure machine because every time I'm assisting, they have me grab an available blood pressure cuff and... Um, take the blood pressure reading but I never know how far off of like 120 over 80 whether it's high or low is actually a concern versus just oh a little high or a little low so I'm excited for that lab to hopefully be a little more aware of what's happening when we do different clinical exams and that's pretty much everything for that class oh I'm forgetting one thing though actually one more thing about that comprehensive care clinic for D2 Summer is that we're also going to be assisting in the grad perio clinic, which I'm super, super pumped about because if you don't know, I know everyone realizes that oral surgeons do implants, but periodontists also are really skilled and do a lot of implants. So there's a chance that I'll get to see some implants done in the perio clinic or some other kind of surgery. So it'll be cool to get some exposure to surgical dentistry and we do one of those assisting which is really just holding the suction during the procedure and then the next class is oral medicine and radiology so that class hasn't started yet either and maybe that's why I don't really know what's happening for our little oral medicine day but that one's going to start later in the semester also And I guess on the topic of radiology, while we're talking about it, we do have radiology requirements this semester. So that is in person, in the real patient clinic, we have to take radiographs. We do three assigned times per per the semester. So that's like three or four hour appointment times. And my first one was last week. And I think I did two bite wings and two pans and we have to do three pans, five bite wings, and three FMXs, which are full mouth x-rays, and those are very time consuming because it includes bite wings and PAs. It includes it all, so it's a lot, and I haven't gotten to do any FMXs yet, so I'm a little hesitant slash worried if I'm going to reach all my requirements, but I have two more radiology clinic rotations still this semester, so I'm sure I'll be fine to reach my requirements. Plus, when you're assisting the actual D3, D4s, you're able to do the x-rays if their patients need them. So on my assist, I've already gotten two more bite wings, so I've done four out of my five requirements already, and it's only been a week and a half, so I think that's pretty good. So The next class is periodontics, which is um, zero credits, and honestly, I don't know what that is. I don't know if we're going to start doing cleanings on patients this summer or what, but that's not in our actual, like, weekly schedule that we have yet, so we'll see if there's anything actually happening for that class, and then there's also one that is pathways selective, so for me... I selected a class that's like an elective class. I think I've broken down pathways before, but pathways at Michigan is either immersion, which is research, or selectives, which are elective courses that you take. You're required to take two per academic year, and we have three semesters per year. So you could take one semester off, or you could have one per semester taking three. So this year, I'm taking one this summer, which is mini rotations through clinics, And then I'm also taking a speech class next semester 
And I wanted to take a leadership class in the winter with the dean, but it's full, so I'm just doing two for this D2 year. But anyways, for this semester, like I said, mini rotations, it's usually through the specialty clinics in the dental school, but because of COVID, they're not letting us do that. We're just having kind of presentations about them over Zoom. We've only had one class meeting so far, and it was just really introducing you into the course, so I'm not 100% sure how useful or productive these presentations could be. There's a chance that they'll be really interesting and really helpful, but there's also a chance that they'll be not as great as I'm hoping. But we still get to do off-site rotations, which I'm excited about. We get to do two off-site rotations, and one is to a prosthetics lab, so where they're making the crowns, the bridges, the dentures. So that'll be really interesting to see the behind the scenes, I guess. That way you can have more of an appreciation for the work that goes into these products that you're getting delivered to give to your patients, and also maybe understand what could go wrong and be better able to communicate with your prosthetics lab. And then the other one is just held at an off-campus other university room that they're renting out, and it's called Forehanded Dentistry, so we're going to learn more about assisting and also some tips for having better ergonomics when we're practicing, so I think that'll also be really useful, and I'm still glad I'm taking the class even though it's not what it typically is when it's in-person rotations. And then the next class is Behavioral Science Practicum. So we've taken Behavioral Science twice already, Behavioral Science 1 and 2 in the past couple semesters. I'm not 100% sure again what this class is going to entail because it hasn't started yet, but I would imagine that it's more standardized patient interactions or SPIs. I actually have one coming up this week where we are showing how to disinfect a cubicle properly, doing an intro and extra oral exam correctly, and also um, going over a treatment plan with a patient who's like a paid actor And then the next class is cardiovascular system, respiratory system, and genitourinary system. And those are almost all of our systems classes. We have one left. That last one that's left is the gastrointestinal system, so GI. But that means that we have three out of the last ones covered this semester, and then we just have one left for the fall. And we already did some of our systems classes last semester as well. Um, So I guess we're going to be done with all the systems classes very soon, which is exciting because those are definitely a tough part of the dental school curriculum that people here say is one of the worst things. So once you get through those, I think you can feel pretty accomplished and like your load is maybe a little bit lessened when it comes to how tough courses are. And like I was saying, some of our classes are half the semester. So right now we're in respiratory system. That's one, it's its own class. And then we're in cardiovascular system as its own class. And then that's going to end in a couple weeks for both of them. And then we'll start GU as well as, like I said, neoplasia, behavioral science, biomaterials. Those kind of are going to start up and replace those other two classes. But like I said, respiratory and cardio, because they're half the semester, they are really ramped up. We just started a week and a half ago, and I have an exam tomorrow morning, the day you're listening to this, in respiratory already, and then cardio is the following week. So respiratory, we have a midterm and a final, and then we have a case study before each of the exams that's also part of our grade. And for cardio, we have three exams, but the second exam is only over four lectures, and it's all pharmacology-related. The first exam is over, like, 15 lectures, so they're not really balanced out super evenly, but I think this next exam 
in a week-ish will give me a better feel for how tough the class is going to be. But with respiratory, since we already did the case study, I can tell that this class is going to be tough. So I'm really hoping that the exam tomorrow goes well. I definitely studied a lot and, you know, you're just hoping for the best. I feel like the systems classes, though, I do remember a lot of the overarching concepts and like the big connection of themes from my DAT studying and from physiology in undergrad. So I'm really, really thankful for that. A lot of the concepts I do remember. It's kind of the nitty gritty details or the questions that are application based that sometimes I mix up the concepts, but if they're asking me, like, why is the deoxyhemoglobin curve sigmoidal shaped? Or what is the function of surfactant? Like, I can answer those just from remembering from undergrad, so that's really nice because there hasn't been any classes in dental school for the most part. I guess a little bit of anatomy a full year ago, D1 summer, I also kind of remembered from undergrad, but most of these classes, there hasn't been a ton that I remember from undergrad, these two systems classes are reminding me a lot of things from undergrad and I feel like I know maybe 50% of the material versus other classes like cell biology or like I said anatomy, histology, even though I took those in undergrad, I feel like I only remembered maybe 20-30% of the material. So that's been really nice. It just makes me feel a little more comfortable and gives me a better starting point to then amp up to the rigor and the application that comes with the dental school curriculum. So that is all of the classes that I have this semester. Really not too bad, but I quickly also wanted to go through some predictions for the year. I am posting a video this Wednesday actually on YouTube reacting to my predictions from D1 year, whether or not they were true, and then giving these same five predictions in that video. So if you're watching my videos, you'll hear these again, probably explained a little bit more, but I'm just going to read off the five predictions for you now, and then we're going to wrap up this episode answering a couple questions that you all sent in on Instagram that I thought would be relevant to this topic. All right, I'm just literally quickly going to read them off, and if you want a thorough explanation, check out this week's YouTube video. Wednesday, 10 a.m. EST is when I always post on YouTube. But the first expectation is that I'll be able to manage all of my club, club roles, but I won't take on as much or as many when it comes to D3 year. The second expectation is that I will continue building connections through my social platforms and content creation that allow me to learn more about different dental practice styles and solidify a vision for my own career. The third is academics transitioning to in-person will cause a huge shift in my lifestyle. The fourth is that I will be able to make time for my friends and family outside of dental school. The fifth is that I will excel more with hands-on dentistry than my academic courses in D2 year. And that's all of them. Now I'm going to answer some of your questions from Instagram. So there was just a couple that I thought were kind of relevant to this week's episode. The first one is, what are some study methods that worked well as a D1 that you plan to use again this year? The main thing that came to mind is making Quizlets as I watch lectures. So I have a video. I know I keep mentioning YouTube in this, but it's probably a lot easier to see a video format for a lot of these things. But I have a video showing this, and I do split screen where I have my Quizlet open on one side and then the lecture on the other. And basically, this just keeps me a lot more engaged, and it's a lot more active the way I do it because I think 
how could I be tested on this? And then I try to formulate an actual question, whether it's a true or false, or sometimes it's a fill in the blank or multiple choice. And I just think that keeps me a lot more engaged rather than doing a passive style of learning where I'm just writing notes, copying things word for word off of the slides. I think this is a little more active and then I'm directly making a study material that I can go back and review the cards or I can just download a PDF of the Quizlet if I'd rather have it as more of like a study guide. But I think that's something I'm continuing for the systems classes and hopefully it will turn out well in D2 year as well. The next question is, what are you going to be doing this year in SimLab? So it's hard for me to say exactly because as you heard when I was listing off my classes, we actually don't do SimLab this semester for the summer. We're going to be back in the SimLab in the fall. So it's hard to say for sure what we're doing since I don't have our actual schedule and rubric yet. But in the past, D2s and SimLab work on a lot of prosthetic dentistry. That's a word I keep using. So that means things that are made in the labs usually, but you can also make them yourself. It's just a little bit more time consuming. So that's going to be making crowns. So crown preps, which is drilling, but then making the temporary crowns. And we're going to get to use the 3D milling machine to make real crowns as well as make them the old fashioned way. So you're going to have 3D printing as well as more traditional making of crowns and we're also going to be doing bridges and dentures and yeah anything that's kind of an addition onto a natural tooth or into your mouth is what we're going to work on as d2s the last question i'm going to answer is what are you most looking forward to one of the things at least academically this year that i'm most looking forward to is learning by assisting especially this semester like i said i'm trying to go in two to three times per week so i can really maximize everything I could possibly learn this summer since we do have a little bit more flexible free time and it's so nice out. I don't really mind walking to and from the school. It's a great exercise going in as much as I can and since things are just kind of opening up more in Ann Arbor I feel a lot more excited just to be out and about and for the summer in general the summer festivals, concerts, outdoor movies, exploring all the different parks here, farmers market, just really making the most of the summer are the two things that I'm looking forward to for D2 summer semester. So with all that said, I just want to thank you again for listening this week. Next week, I'm so, so excited for you all to hear from our guest. Dr. D. Pascal is incredibly talented and unique, and she works as an assistant faculty at a dental school as well as a general dentist at an FQHC. But we spend a lot of the time actually talking about financial freedom and how she's using investing and house flipping through Airbnb to build wealth for her family and how her goal is to have passive income coming in for her and her family through these investments and through real estate so that their choice of working as dentists is because they want to and because they want to help and because they want to serve and it's on their terms rather than feeling obligated to work to pay for certain things and to meet their needs to live. So I feel like that's going to be really interesting for you all. I know I really loved the episode. It was very motivating and insightful. So I hope you're all ready to listen to that next Monday morning and I will talk to you then.